0: Life to the Fullest Podcast, where we focus on how we can improve our physical health so that we can enjoy the life God has called us to, to the absolute fullest. Hello, my friends. Welcome back. Welcome if it's your very first time. I am so excited to be with you today, and I am recording in the afternoon, which definitely makes a difference. In the energy level of my podcast, I recorded the last three episodes prior to this. If you are a person that listens with me all the time, and I was listening to one back and was like, Oh my goodness, Brittany, you sound like you're asleep talking. You sound half asleep. I felt perky, but I still sounded half asleep. Whereas I have had a full day already. Maybe you have two, or maybe you're listening to this first thing in the morning. Uh, and I'm just ready to rock with you. I'm ready to roll. I will probably still get pretty winded. I am recording this at 37 weeks pregnant. So seriously, I just get winded a lot. Um, you know, it's, I don't remember getting this out of breath with my other two, but I was not recording a podcast either at that point. So maybe I just am talking a lot more. So anyways, enough about me. If you want to find out more, if this is the first time you've ever checked this podcast out, again, welcome. It's just a place where we are breaking down health and fitness for Mostly uh, stay-at-home moms, but a lot of you work. A lot of you are part-time working moms, full-time working moms, not moms yet. So everybody's welcome, and I think it helps to break down health and fitness for anybody and everybody as well. Especially those who are hoping to become moms one day, you know, because it it changes. It just it changes a lot, a lot of things. A lot of uh, other factors come into play, and then especially physically pregnancy and postpartum and all that stuff. So I do have programs for all of those periods of life, seasons of life. If you are currently pregnant, but want to be working out and not sure what you should do, you can head over to fitmomlifetoothills.com fulls.com, check out my pregnancy program. I do full-length videos right along with you. So you can just press play and go, or if you'd rather try to do it on your own, uh, in between, like when kids are playing and things, there's PDFs and then postpartum's the same way. So I actually just pulled up my PDFs from my own postpartum program the other day, starting to kind of refresh, and uh, you know, start looking at what exercises I'll be starting to do pretty darn soon, hopefully. So, anyways, today we are going to talk about why you should care about your weight. This is interesting because you might think like, well, yeah, obviously you're going to think you should care about your weight because you're a fitness podcast, but. I do usually harp more on the side of don't worry about weight as much as pictures or non-scale victories or how you feel or fat loss but this conversation is coming from kind of the opposite of this whole way in my opinion blown out of proportion body positivity culture and you can think what you want about that we all can I this is just my opinion and I'm just the one with the micron so your opinion might be totally different I don't I obviously think, And as always, I'm coming at this from my own Catholic perspective and Christian perspective that uh, your body's a temple, we should be good stewards of our body, all these things, right? So knowing all that, knowing that we are worthy of love and respect and that's not tied to anything physical, that's tied to the fact that Christ gave his life for us, God made us, And we are made in his image. And that's really the end of the conversation there. That's why everyone is deserving of love and respect. It has absolutely nothing to do with your size or how you look or any of those things. Okay. So I am coming at it like that. However, I think that we have swung, you know, through the 50s and 60s and earlier times. Like, think about 50s housewives and how much, like, tiny waists and being super thin. And then even like through the 80s and stuff, it was like stick skinny was the model sizes and stuff. And and that was obviously promoting a very unhealthy lifestyle, unrealistic expectations, all those things. And then I think we've swung pretty far the other way of like just really glorifying plus size and overweight and obesity to the point where it's like beautiful at every size. Yes, you are beautiful at every size. I agree with that. I get on board with that. However... Being obese is a dangerous thing, is a dangerous way to live. And that is not to assume that everybody who's overweight is, you know, eating unhealthily or doesn't work out, because I know that that's not true. I know, you know, overweight people who are working out and who are eating healthy foods and things like that. The difference is, I think, when we act like being overweight or obese is just a fine place to coast at like there's absolutely nothing that is detrimental about it and that's just not the truth that's not the reality if we look at the data I'll hop right into point number 1 here obesity does put you at risk for more diseases okay we're seeing that too right now with covid i mean there are all these other comorbid comorbidities that they're saying okay you're going to have a harder time with covid if xyz and Being obese is one on there, right? It's one on the list, but it puts you at risk for diabetes, heart disease, tons of other um, hardening of the arteries, all these other things that are just not as much of a threat to someone who has a healthy body fat and a healthy weight. So I'll jump back to that point because that was actually my point number four, (laughs) but I kind of hopped into that. I know that uh, you know I can't live my life and do this podcast being afraid that everybody's going to take things the wrong way, so. Always feel free to reach out, talk to me about it. If you're like, Brittany, I think you really missed the mark on that, that's totally fine. And I don't want to be talking out of both sides of my mouth saying, oh no, I know it's, you know, you're you're worthy of love and respect being overweight, but I'm also saying you should change it. I am saying that we should accept and realize the fact that it's not a healthy spot to be in, to just be stagnant in. If, you know, you are over, technically right now, I'm overweight, okay, I'm 37 weeks pregnant. So some of these things, you know, it's seasons, if you, like, just had a baby or postpartum, yeah, you're going to be overweight for a bit, but are we working to change that, or are we just like, yes, you know, love it every size and love my body at every size, that's fine, I don't want you to hate your body, I don't want you to think of anything, you know, that's a terrible way to live, thinking like, I'm so disgusting, look how overweight I am, that is not what I'm saying, I'm just saying that there are actual legitimate scientific health risks associated with being overweight. So going back to actually my first point on the list, which is I do always talk about how we should worry about body fat and things like that more. And this kind of goes together. So basically this conversation is saying like, I do think you should care about your body fat. The thing is, so if you're like, well, Brittany, which is it, body fat or weight? Usually you're going to be in a healthy weight range if your body fat is healthy. Okay. I have shown and posted pictures before that like normally if I'm sitting at a, a healthy body fat for a female, my age is between like 18 and 25%. It's actually about to go up soon because I think I'll be in the next age category, but I went over this in a previous episode, but say 18 to 25 is a good body fat range. Okay. Okay. I have been like 19% body fat and been like 138 pounds, okay? I'm 5'4", as well, to put that in perspective. So I've been way at the lower end. That was right before I got married. I was like 19% body fat and I was 138, okay? But then mostly where I've sat after babies, between babies, things like that, is more around 145, 20. 122 percent body fat. So notice my weight was up seven pounds there. My body fat's up a little, but it's still in a healthy range. Body fat is a good thing to consider because my BMI might still tell me I'm overweight for, I don't know what actually the overweight BMI is for being 5'4", but BMI does not factor in muscle at all. It's literally just how many pounds are on your body. So obviously if you are 130 and have no muscle versus being 145 and having muscle, that's going to be a different because muscle is not going to be a factor in contributing to heart disease and all these things. So this is why I, I just want to make it clear that yes, you should worry, like if your body fat's at a good level, if you're under 25 for most of you listening and those who are older, you get a little bit more grain of salt. So say under 30, if you are um, just, you know, to make it more broad, say if you're, your age is above 30, your BMI should be like under 30. Um, your weight is going to have to kind of correspond, right? It might be the upper side of it. Like I've gotten all, you know, all the way up to 150, uh, 152-ish, and I'm still under that 25% body fat. That is okay. So that's kind of how you should be using weight. But now I am going to kind of use weight and fat interchangeably in this episode. But that is what I mean by that. So yes, if you weigh 150 but you are 24% body fat, and your whatever height, 5'3", 5'4", because maybe, you know, that's that weight feels high to you, but your body fat's good, you're good. Don't stress about the scale. It is more about how you feel and all those things, but you're not going to be able to be like 200 pounds. If I was 5'4", and I'm 200 pounds, I'm not going to be in a safe body fat range. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. I know we can't all take our body fat, so then, yes, going by weight is helpful, But just know it's not as tight a scale as body fat. Body fat's going to tell you actually, in my opinion, more where you are in the healthy scale, okay? But why you should care about carrying extra weight. So say I am 5'4", I am 200 pounds, but I'm saying, you know, well, this is just me and I love myself, blah, 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 self-love and all that. Well, reason number two why you should care about that is you are adding so much wear and tear on your joints, And I am speaking, again, as a person who right now is carrying around uh, about 25 extra pounds of weight, right? I'm not going to say facts. I'm carrying around a baby. (laughs) But um, this pregnancy, I did get pregnant right around, I was like 148, 150. Right now, I just weighed myself. uh, Well, they weighed me at the doctor's yesterday, and I was 170. It's funny because I was telling my husband that I think, so for most pregnancies anyways, it's healthy to gain 25 to 35 pounds if you were at a healthy body weight before. That is what they say. 25 to 35 pounds is usually the healthy range and my first pregnancy I got pregnant like right at 140 and I ended right around 170. So I was kind of right in the middle there with 30 pounds. Then my second pregnancy I got pregnant at 150 was got up to like 170. This pregnancy it was so funny just clocking in yesterday right around 170 like I always end right around 170 no matter what I get pregnant at we'll see I have a couple weeks to go but usually for me personally I can't eat as much towards the end just heartburn which is already a thing and just you know not being that hungry so anyways point being currently talking to you I am up 30 pounds of what I'm usually carrying around Life is harder. Okay, it's not just being pregnant of that. It's like front loaded, and you can't breathe as well because your baby's in your diaphragm. All those things, but it reminds me. The other day, I was I was doing TRX rows actually, and I was like, man, it is getting harder and harder to pull myself up. And I'm like, oh yeah, Brittany, because you're pulling up thirty extra pounds. But like, add that to anything else you're doing in your day, you're walking up the stairs with thirty extra pounds. You are walking with 30 extra pounds when you're just walking to the car and things like that, not even like going out for a walk. Everything you're doing in your life, you're carrying around extra weight. Your knees are taking the brunt of that. Your ankles and your feet are bearing the brunt of that. Our bodies were not made to carry more weight than our frame because that was not even a thing. People, like I've, I've said on the podcast before, it's kind of a luxury to be overweight. And I know that I could get like slaughtered for saying that. And some people are going to be really offended by that. But what I mean is like before you had to hunt and get your own food or you had to grow your own crops and you hoped you ate enough, right? You were on your feet. You were burning it off during the day, doing housework, doing farm chores, doing all these kinds of things. I'm talking obviously way, way back. And it wasn't, people weren't able to pull off this lifestyle of being significantly overweight. Again, I'm not talking an extra Five, 10 pounds of fat and those kinds of things. I've talked about that before. I actually think it's pretty normal to put on a couple pounds during winter and things like that. But to be carrying a significant amount of weight, if you've been pregnant or you've just had heavier times, you remember and you realize life is harder. It is harder. And then obviously, exercise gets way easier when you are more in your comfortable weight range. I have, when I am 150, Pull-ups are a heck of a lot harder than they are when I'm 140. That's just a fact I'm just pulling up less weight. So anything you're doing in life physically is going to be easier on your body if you are at an appropriate weight, okay? Number three, being overweight is a big contributor to why you are so darn tired, why you are so fatigued. Again, you're, you're asking your body to do more than it really should have to, to carry around more than it should have to. A lot also factors into this because maybe tied in there is poor nutrition, which is giving you sugar crashes, and your nutrition obviously matters very significantly to your energy levels, but just the fact of, again, having to move around with extra weight is exhausting. It's tiring. It should not be that much effort To do basic life tasks like walking up and down the stairs and putting kids in the car and those kinds of things. So, takeaway, wrap up, sum up of it you should care about the state and health of your body. Weight is a number to check in with. Make sure you are just in a healthy range, okay? You don't need to be, again, I should look it up. (laughs) Maybe I will right now. What a healthy, no, I don't wanna click around on you guys. What a healthy BMI is, you know, for that, because BMI, again, I could be overweight on the BMI scale, but chalking it up with your next to your body fat number is going to give you the accurate representation. So if you're around 30 years old, you want to be under 25% body fat. If you're over 30 years old, you want to be under 30% body fat. If you can't measure that, just kind of, you know, go by pictures and go by your, Weight and be realistic with yourself. Am I overweight? No. Should I? Yes. No. It's a, It's not a very complex thing. But again, I think that the culture of swinging it the other way, like no, you look great at whatever. Yeah. Yes. Don't worry about the size of your clothes. Don't worry about you know. Again, it's not tying how you feel about your moral character, all these things to your weight. That's not what your weight you know represents. But your weight does represent where your body's at, and the risk that you are sitting at for all these other things and things like that. So we should care about it, but not out of the order of our priorities, right? We want to care about it, like I say in the beginning of every podcast, so that we can live our lives to the fullest, so that we can serve better. Our bodies are made to be used, to be sacrificed. I was just thinking about this the other day because – There's just such, there's also such a push in our culture, obviously, to like look young and be as wrinkle-free and gray-free and stretch mark-free and everything as you can to look like you haven't had any life experience where, and I was like, you know, what would God say about that? And I think that God would be like, it does not, like your body is made to be used. It should. We should be turning it back to him. It's kind of like, it reminded me of the, this is kind of a stretch, bear with me, but the parable of the talents where God gives, you know, one of the stewards X amount of talents, this one, this amount of talents, this one, this amount of talents, and the one just buries his because he didn't think it was enough talents. I don't want to show up and hand God back this body that has never done anything and him be like, okay, great, like you look fine, but where's, have you turned a profit on anything? Like what have you done with your life? And obviously our body doesn't need to look like it's gone through the ringer either, but this is kind of my point is that, Uh, you know, we should care about it, but in proper order, knowing that our bodies are made to be sacrificed to be, I also was thinking about this the other day when my kids were like sitting on my lap and Joey, my one and a half year old is so big. He is 30 pounds and he is like clambering his way into my lap. because I was reading them a book and I was really trying to get him to just sit next to me. Like, please just sit next to me because I am so big now. Like my belly is so big. And the baby is so active and kicking that I felt so claustrophobic having this big one and a half year old trying to be on my lap and like squishing the baby bump and all this stuff. And I was just laughing, thinking like this, our bodies are never, if you're a mom, your body never stops getting used. Like, and that's just how it is. And that's what it's made for. And I am a person that gets claustrophobic. So that is a big sacrifice and stretch for me, but it doesn't just end with letting and graciously, cheerfully having this baby growing inside you for X amount of weeks. It's nursing that baby. It's then letting your kids again, your your lap and your like entire body is a place of comfort for them for years. I mean, your four-year-old falls down, you're still gonna hug them to comfort them. Your teenager has a rough night and you're hugging them to comfort them and using, you know, your body in these different comforting ways. So Our bodies are made to do a lot. We expect a lot out of them, but it's really only helping ourselves out. Truly, if we are at our peak, is the takeaway from this. It's going to make your days easier. You're going to have more energy. You are not going to feel as terrible on your joints. And hopefully, just overall, it enhances your life, right? That's what it's about. It's not making it the focus of our lives, but enhancing the rest of our lives. All right, okay, on that note, I would ask you to share this podcast with a friend, but this might not be the title, Why You Should Care About Your Weight, to share with a friend. So instead, I will tell you, I did recently put up a wait list on FitMomLifeToTheFulls.com for the beginner challenge that I will run in the fall. So some of you have asked about that, or some of you who've done the June intensive have been anxiously awaiting the chance to do the eight-week beginner challenge, where we do do the bit. I didn't, I was trying to avoid saying do do, but there you go. We do do the pictures, and there is a winner, and it's a weekly challenges. This is the one that I usually do in the spring and in the fall. So, the fall one is coming up, and I did put uh, a wait list that you can join up on the website. So, if you go to fitbomblife to the com and just go to group and personal training menu, you can go ahead and sign up there. If you know for sure you want to do it and you want to reserve your spot, it's going to happen around Labor Day. I haven't ironed out all of the details date wise, but just know that it runs eight weeks roughly around Labor Day. All right. Okay, ladies, have a great rest of your day. I'll talk to you next time.